Hey guys, welcome to For the Kudos Q&A Sessions 26. I'm your host, Brett, and I'm here with... Joel. How are you, Joel? Good. I was trying to make you laugh then um, by pulling some funny faces and you actually read it out more professionally than you <laughs> ever had before. You, te- you sounded like a newsreader. I turned the switch on. Yeah, you right. were just like, welcome to... It was quite, it was quite <laughs> soothing. I'm a pro at this. Are you sure you're in the mood right now? Because you've just spent, as I was spending like half an hour making sure the audio is perfect for our listeners, you were just going down uh, Brown Cardigan's best off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, we did say we're going to include a question. It's written in by us. <laughs> written in by us. Favorite Brown Cardigan. Why has um, Brown Cardigan come up so much the last two days? We've been talking about it a lot. Uh, they must have been. They must have been um, ramping up their social media ads. Yeah, coming in I our think feed. So, yeah, yeah. Um, when are we asking that question? At the end. At the end. Yeah. yeah okay. If we if we have time. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Um, yeah. How have you been since I last saw you yesterday? Well, I was searching on uh, Google last night how to uh, shape my mo. Yeah. I was gonna say uh, <laughs> I actually got maybe McCarrington sent me a message just before and uh, with a diagram of his mo and how to shape it to make it to make mine. And then I sent back. He said mine's perfect. So I'm going well. As, like, and yeah, you're not. All jokes aside, mine is It's like hilarious. Pe- people would take it. So Collis thought yesterday at training, Collis was like looking at it and I just go, don't you start. And he's like looking at it going, he's like, are you, are you actually doing it? And he was sort of that serious. And then Sinead, what, there's all these people, like, I don't mind like you taking the piss out of me, but then Sinead walked up <laughs> and Sinead's like having a look and I'm like, get out of it, Sinead. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, now, okay, you're now. I can't stop looking at you're it. You're actually probably like, laughing now. I, there's nothing there. It's fun. Well, what about my be real? That was, that you could see a little bit. You could see a few whiskers. <laughs> It's so, so bad. We were, we were like, oh, we'll get some progress photos. And Joel's like trying to like see what light it's better in. Am I? Who's going to go down to JB and buy a ring light? See if that would help. But uh, we actually had, uh, yeah, Kieran Ryan messages say anyone been uh, doping with the yeah. with the mo? Maybe you need to. Yeah, I wonder what. No, that's it. what Stewie Stewie made a joke about that um, yesterday in the run, and he said. He goes, you know, just rub a bit of steroid cream on it. And it's like, imagine that. The mo starts going really good, but then you get banned for four yeah, years. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. I've won, but at what cost? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and it's still only just like an okay mo. It's like not going to yeah, be that good. Yeah, it's not even that good. <laughs> yeah. um, I, so I've decided the next time I, when we put up these progress shots, I'm going to uh, put a little caption there. And it's sort of my mentality moving forward that anyone I know um, – and anyone I'm friends with, anyone in sort of my social circles, if I notice they haven't donated to my Mo space, then I take that as their they think my Mo is good. <laughs> yeah, okay. So if you want to if you want to tell me that your my Mo is shit and I can't grow a Mo, you have to donate. Yeah. Otherwise, it's just like the standard. I think everyone 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 thinks my Mo is good. Okay. <laughs> so that's your way to yeah, tell by donating. Me. You're bullying Joel. So yeah, yeah, it's like exactly, exactly right. <laughs> if not, you're supporting his. Very well grown, <laughs> well well groomed, <laughs> perfectly shaped. <laughs> um, on the topic of Movember, we have Harry Parisis going for the David Goggins challenge. So this episode is coming out Thursday night, um, but most of our listeners sort of get to it on Friday morning. So Friday around midday, he's starting that. Um, and he's going to be live streaming some of the legs. So to remind everybody, the David Goggins challenge, Brett. <laughs> <laughs> you knew. No, it's... it's. Uh, I know exactly what it is. Let me guess. Four miles. Yeah. 
every four hours yeah. for 48 hours. Yeah. 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 Uh, so I was going to ask you, I'm like, we have we actually didn't discuss this before. I know, that's why like, I got you. Yeah, that's yeah. why I got you. And that laugh was a bit too loud, so Dusk's going to have to fucking reduce Turn the volume down, on yeah. that one. Um, but no, it's pretty insane. We talked about that last time, and it ends up being about, it's either 70, around 70 or 80K in two days. Yeah. So it's one of those things, like, I think it's one of those things when you first look at it, you go, oh, it's only four miles. It's like, yeah, but how are you sleeping? Uh, exactly. When you break it down and then, like, realise that you're, actually have to get out the door every yeah. few hours. Yeah. And so it interrupts your sleep. Exactly. Like when you eat, you're having little sleeps. It's just, it's it is just, going to be, yeah. it, it will get tough. Yeah, you probably can't, well, you can't have massive meals, can you? Probably not. Otherwise, it's going to be sort of sitting in your, yeah. yeah. You get, and you're going to be probably having caffeine as well to try and keep you awake, which then means your, your stomach's sort of closed over. Yeah, I wonder. Is that to anyone else like, or is it just me? <laughs> those ones, I guess he's going to be doing one at probably... Midnight, 4 a.m., 8 a.m., like they're going to be some tough yeah. ones as well. Yeah. So I think, so he was um, speaking to us and he said, he's like, oh, you know, I'm going to like really into it. He's like, I'm going to live stream it all. And I'm like, mate, you focus on getting it done because I don't yeah, want him like yeah. worrying about trying to like run with a phone to live stream it. If, but I think he's going to have a, um, a bunch of people supporting him out yeah. there that will be able to film. So we'll share that all on the socials. But uh, that's, yeah, a great example of the mow your own way. It's, um, yeah, fantastic, Harry. So good job. Yeah. And we are behind you. Let's uh, jump straight into some questions. Let's do uh, it. First one here from Two Prompers, who is actually getting to Melbourne tomorrow. Yes. One of your athletes who's uh, loving the coaching so much. Yeah. He's moving to Melbourne. You know, I haven't coached him for about a year. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening to him, uh, I'm not. I'm not speaking to you until you start paying your coaching. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, he arrives at Melbourne next Wednesday, which would be sick. Yeah. How's the competitiveness with MTC with all the with races like Zadapet coming up? I'm glad you asked me this because I feel like you have a different because I can see it, right? I can see it on the side, like yeah. especially like you. I, it's, a, it's an interesting dynamic. Um, I think people from the outside see MTC as like this, like. You know, they know that we're all mates and stuff, but they probably build stuff up to be more competitive and like there's real big, you know, like egos going against each mm. other and stuff. To be honest, it's, everyone's just really good mates and everyone takes the piss a lot. Yeah. We all have good senses of humor. Um, there's never really been, you know, say Stewie and, because um, you're not doing Zatapec, obviously. No. Jack is and Stewie might. Yeah, I think he's a maybe. But they they're, they're just fine. There's no real exactly. There's no real competitiveness. Well, there is. There is. It sort of comes out in training, um, especially like yesterday's K reps. Did we talk about that in the nah. main show? No, because that comes out next week. But they were um, they were insane. What Stewie did that last, and I was ta- actually talking to Jack about it because like, I went back to Jack's house after the session, and he was talking about it, but not in like a stressed, oh, can you believe I might have to race him at Zatapec? More just like a laughing thing. He goes, fuck, he was whacking there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I think I think Jack can also realise he's at a different stage. Like he's, Jack's been training well for for months. He's had these awesome races. Stewie's now, he's been, come off a break. He's fresh. Yeah. Um, he has a race coming up this weekend. So he probably, I think he wanted to test himself a little bit. Yeah. And especially run, he ran one of those KFs in 236. He yeah. wanted to... Really on the gravel, on. yeah. The where, where Jack, um, Jack could probably do it if he wanted to. Well, I but, said that to him. I yeah. said, do you, reckon, "Do you reckon you could have done it?" And he goes, "Probably, but it probably would have killed me." Yeah, you know, he'd be probably but, nearing, you know, yeah. max effort sort of thing. But like, but he could still. Do I'm it. sure Shui was near max True. effort too. Yeah, so it's just a different it's, thing. It's 
and I think that's what's good about um, the group and like all, all the people training together. They know they're getting ready for different things. They know they're at different stages. So we're happy to just go. I'm happy to go. Jack and Stewie are yeah. going to smash me in carry-ups today. I'll just yeah. let them go. I'll run with whoever, like Smack or Dave, or um, and but then at a different time of the season, I'll be up with them or whatever. And so I think people are able to put their egos away and just go. What I need to do for myself today is fine. Yeah. Um. I I feel like it, the only time a bit of competitiveness could come in is when we have more than three people in the same event in the lead up to the Olympics. Yeah. Well, I think yeah. there was a little bit of that in um, 2016. We had uh, pretty much five guys trying to qualify for the 5K. Yeah. And so there was like a bit of competitiveness and. It, it was fine. Like nothing really happens, but it's just like it's hard. Yeah, things are a little bit more tense, right? Yeah, it is. But of course, because the Olympics is such a big deal. So you do like you feel more pressure and like, there is like little things like you come into a race and you're like, do I want to pace this person around? Yeah. And they end up beating me, running qualifier. And so like that kind of comes into it. But I think things like Zatapec where it's just like literally it's a local race. Yeah. It's not the biggest race of the year we're going to do. Yeah. Um, so people just are happy to work together, get there, have a race on the day, whoever wins, whatever, turn up, turn up on training a few days later yeah, and just get back on exactly. with Exactly. And that's the thing I, I think, you know, that Nick and Collis have done really well. And that's one thing, you know, even when I joined the group back in like 2017, it didn't really matter. Like I guarantee you, if I came to that first training camp at Falls Creek and didn't sort of fit in with the group or say I was too competitive or say I like tried to like whack, whack Nick could just go fuck off. Definitely. And, there's, and that's happened in the past where it's people sort of think sometimes it's just based on how good you are. And it's like no one person unless, okay, you know, I'm sure if there's a guy who's just like won the Olympics or whatever, you know, Nick could probably yeah. be a bit like, well, yeah. you know, but – there's no like there's been some like pretty big egos as I say tried to come and fit in the group and then it's like you know they might you know last rep hero or try and whack people and stuff and it doesn't work and then the whole group is a bit like can you fuck off you know yeah. it's happened even like you know with say Tim O'Shaughnessy's like the feeder into MTC that it's happened quite a bit like perfect example that um I Alistair Christie from Doncaster new young guy he listens to the podcast I'm pretty sure um he messaged me to say if he could come to training, you know, and he sort of like, you know, thinks it's about his performance and stuff. And it's like, no, it's how you go with the group. And now all the other boys love him. They're, they're yeah, all training exactly. with him and stuff. And that's just how it works. Yeah. And I think that's like the group sorts itself out as well. Like if you come and be a last rep hero, yeah. you get told off yeah. by like people you're training with. So, and you won't do it again. Exactly. Um, so it's, you do learn pretty quick. And if you don't, yeah, if you, you, you don't, probably you, won't be welcome to come. Yeah, you won't be welcome group. back. So yeah. that, that's what kind of, yeah, anyone that will kind of create that competitiveness is kind of fed out of the group a little bit. <laughs> Do you know why I'm laughing right now? What? Because I'm staring at you from same, the same. Yeah. so cool <laughs> through the arm of the speaker stand. <laughs> oh, that's so stupid. It's just it's like wigging me out a little bit. <laughs> um, all right, next question. Eli Adalist, when will we see – this is sort of like a lead-on question. When will we see next when – we, when will we <laughs> next see the top guys at MTC race each other? Mainly Brett, Jack, and Stewie. Well, I guess I don't know if we will, the three of us. Yeah. Really. Like, you are and, all and different. You and Stewie are on other ends of exactly. events. Exactly. And, and if we do race, it's like not like 
it's like if I go and do a three k, yeah. Like I'm not even I'm not even racing Stewie, yeah. pretty much. Like I'm just I'm just in the same race. So I doubt we'll race. Uh, me and Jack will definitely race again. I don't know. Maybe maybe the three of us will do a ten k. That that could definitely happen. But yeah, that'd be cool. it's not that it. Uh, yeah, I'm not really sure. I don't want to do track really yeah. that much. So if we do one on the road, I'd rather do one on the road where it's like not just the three of us, go- where it's like a good one with like international runners and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Going back to that, I just realized the competitiveness thing. One thing what's funny that we didn't talk about is do you agree that in MTC there's sort of different people that are competitive with each other? So, Definitely, for example, yeah. like you and Dave McNeil, yeah. you are. Yeah, me and Smack, yeah. like me and Smack like spent the whole time always fucking going, I'm going to fucking beat you and all that, but you just sort of. Yeah, but it, it's competitive, but it's like. It's mucking around. We're still mucking yeah, around. Yeah, so I'm right? mucking around and it's um, we're still, we'll never like let that get in the way of training together and yeah. helping each other Me and out. Stewie in the 1500 as well. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> like Dave and I trained together the whole day yesterday. Yeah. So it's like we're. Helping each other out, it comes first. Yeah. Um, and another thing, um, I don't know why I'm, I've had too much coffee, so my brain's just thinking of all <laughs> these things. But um, Dave with the Northside run, did you see? Because he started the Saturday morning thing. Yeah. And he'll come on next week and we'll talk about it a bit more in detail. But one of the things, you know, he's really pushing this um, really like inclusive narrative, which is great. And my go-to thing is to take the piss all the time. Yeah. And he put out this thing and he said, you know, there will be no last rep heroes. And I'm like, Dave, in MTC, yeah, you're the fucking biggest, the one. <laughs> you're the last biggest last. I was going to comment and go, don't listen to it. But it's like, we'll have to ask Dave about that. I reckon Dave did to me yesterday. Exactly. <laughs> that, Dave's always, but he's also so fucking polite that he, um, He'll like almost oh, go, oh, that was silly of me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or what about that yeah. time at, uh, well, I don't think we've ever told this story on the podcast, but when Smack, the Sam McEntee, did it at Falls Creek on the hills and he was, um, I heard this from somebody else, but he last repped hero and came across the line going, fucking hell, because he was like yelling at himself for doing the last <laughs> rep hero. As he came across, or like, like sort of shook his head and got angry. It's like, well, you still did it. It's gone. Yeah, yeah. 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 He, probably, he was probably happy. But he's like, oh, shit. I'm yeah, done. now I've got uh, Fuck you, Smack. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Anyway, back to the question. Um, yeah, I'm sure me and Jack will race uh, on the road. To, oh, oh and I was going to say well cross, but Stewie probably won't do the trials. He, he, yeah, the trials, but Stewie's, I think I'll do the relay. Oh, he's just, what about in the actual race? Just the relay, I think. Because the same day. It's like. Good. Few hours apart. You're good. Spot yeah. open. I need, yeah. mate, I need them. You see me training. I need, you know, you're like, Joe, I don't think they're going to be taken 15th to 20th. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think another interesting one here is uh, talking about like Stewie has always been the fucking king of the track, right? In MTC. You know, you had Grego was the, the you know, big 1500 meter like golden boy in MTC. And then Stewie sort of came and, and, um, Grego like dealt with that fine. Like there was no real, you know, there wasn't any sort of like. Are you back on the competitiveness now? No, no, I'm t- this? Uh, it's about the racing thing. Yeah, um, it's a lead into that. <laughs> no, I'm back on talking about my bad mo. <laughs> yeah. Um, but with uh, now you've thrown me off. What I was saying with Jack, yeah, Stewie's always sort of been like you know the five k guy, and it's like, well, Jack ran thirteen oh six, and now Jack's the ten k road and the ten k track, track. Yeah, and it's like. I reckon there's definitely some competitiveness coming from, say, Stewie. We'll be like, geez, like this guy's can yeah. really give it to me. But I Which don't is, think it's but, not toxic. No, it's, 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 it's sort natural. Of yeah. And 
it definitely helps. You, you need that as well. So, so the lead on to that is I would love to see them racing in a fire. Well, I'd love. I'd actually love to see him in a ten k. Mm. I think. I think Stewie's always going to get him in a five k, but a ten k on the track with internationals. But the yeah. thing is, is Stewie probably won't because he's doing the five and fifteen. Yeah, those big meets. Yeah, exactly. It's um. I was just thinking as well. It's like we're never the three of us are never in like top shape at the same, the same time, time either. Yeah. Like we're always getting ready for different things, yeah. and um, yeah, or well, one of us not going well. So we might even if we race, yeah. like we know it's not going to be like oh who's going to win out of these two. Like yeah. we usually know, you know, yeah, because you're in that it's, thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it would be cool if like three people, three of us were flying and all at the same in, time in like a good race and just actually just that would be like, cool. Had to hit out and see what yeah. we did, but. That'd be cool. That reminds me of like me and Smack's joke that me and Smack are never fit at the same time. So as I'm starting to get fit, I'm like, yeah, yeah. you better like, you be getting, getting some physios because you've got an injury coming. <laughs> <laughs> um, next question. Soraya Grace asks, uh, this is in regards to easy runs. Do you go off a specific heart rate or pace or do you just run to feel? Um, definitely to feel. Like I know I can get rolling a fair bit in my, um, in my runs, but... I reckon your way to feel is you say it's to feel, but you also have this weird mental thing where it's like you give yourself a K to to warm up. Yeah, and then yeah. it's like once the kilometer thing, you go from like 4.30 to 4 and then you go. Yeah, but I don't know I'm doing that. Yes, you do <laughs> No, nah, but I don't know. But like if you look at my – like I was complaining about being a bit tired last week. Like my Saturday run was 4.25s. What was it? Yeah, my – Mon- Sorry for not checking your pace for every run, mate. <laughs> yeah. My Monday run, I don't know, was four fifteens or four twenties or something like that. Today's yeah. run was slow because I you did usually one of the run worst runs of my life. I do, but like because I have been feeling a bit tired, I got a big session on Friday. Yeah. I'm just like, all right, let's just like yeah. t- take it a bit easy, make sure I'm recovering, um, which is super important. To yeah, chasing a pace for aerobic running is the most stupid. It thing is you useless. Do. Yeah, it's just useless. Um, and I've had a few of my athletes and a bunch of my athletes still do it, and I try and tell them all the time. It's like you got to slow those easy running down. Yeah, I think running. everyone gets into the everyone does it. Like, yeah, like I do sure. it all the time. I like I did I it for love like nine rolling. months with you. Remember, yeah. I tried to run under four minute k's. It was like that COVID time. Yeah, and we were just running, and if it's like if we weren't averaging. Under four oh five, I'd be like, oh, that's a fucking failure. Yeah, yeah. I still like. I still. I think one of my runs last week was like three fifty fives. Yeah. Um. I yeah. I like. I like running that yeah, pace. Yeah. Like it feels good running that pace. I feel smoother on that pace. But sometimes you just need to go. Let's just take it easy. Yeah. And just make sure my sessions are good because I was running. On that's the what we- gets you better. Yeah, I was running on the Wednesday or Monday, or whatever, at a fast pace, but then by. Friday, I'm like, oh, I'm a bit tired for my important day. So I'm like, what's what's more important here? Yeah. But it's interesting um, in the question, it said a specific heart rate. And that's one thing that runners don't really do that much <clears throat> is training, you know, two specific heart rate zones and like, you know, running too hard. And I don't think it's necessary. Um, I know, you know, triathletes use heart rate all the time. They're always like staying to that specific zone. It's like if you just... And running, running's not like that. It's a bit more old-fashioned. It's like imagine yeah. every single aerobic run you do, you have to like look at your heart rate and you stay exactly in that. You, know, you go up a hill, your heart rate spikes. Exactly. It's what are you going to do? Run seven-minute k's up a steep hill? You know, it's just, it's um, yeah, yeah. I just think you got to think about when, it's, especially when it's one of the easy days. Just feel: Are you going to be 
like better or worse from this run tomorrow. Yeah. Like if you're going to if you're going to be tired yeah. from this run, then you're going too hard. Yeah, for sure. Um, one here, anonymous. What is your pre-run routine? Uh, it's changing and getting longer every week. But we should swap that. And when they when they do come in as anonymous, we should tie random names to it. So it's like Jack Rayner just asks us <laughs> yeah, that. What is your pre-run routine? <laughs> um, it changes. Yeah, depending on what. Yeah, it depends on what's going uh, wrong with my body, pretty much. Like, <laughs> and what what I like. So at the moment, I still got this bit of a sore Achilles. Um, so I'm doing like isometrics and calf raises before I start, and then I do my mobility, which is like kind of loosening up my back. Um, yeah, opening up like rotation wise, and then a lot of hip flexor stretching. Um, I do a little bit of like activation. I do less activation than I used to, so a bit of glute activation now um, and a little bit of like kind of core and hip flex activation as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, I would say, again, similar. It depends like what, I, what I'm doing. Um, I've been working with a physio, uh, Carol, from the activation clinic, um, B123 in Turak, uh, I was referred by one of my old triathlon coaches um, and he sort of works with the the body in this interesting way. He sort of doesn't treat like a t- typical physio. You don't go there with an injury. Um, but he sort of assesses your body and ha- how you move um, and it's, yeah, quite, quite interesting. And so he's been giving me this, uh, you do these interesting activations um, and it's to do with like D sort of relaxing your nervous system and getting things activating correctly. Um, so before every run, I go through this like pattern of activations and it actually starts at like my ribs and it's like the fascia in my, uh, ribs. And then you, then you go through the sternum and then you go behind your head and you do this activation behind your head. So it's with, yeah, pressure with with your hands. hands, Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Through the head, you know, your head, um, to the back of your, your, your skull and then in, in your jaw. As well, you do. There's a whole bunch that you do, but they're like the main three. I do, oh, and in my um, psoas too. Yeah, and it's uh, and you do it with like this deep, deep um, di- diaphragm breathing, and it's you just feel so much better. Like from when you, how I wake up and I ha- you know have my breakfast, my coffee, um, and I sort of don't feel necessarily. I don't always feel like uh, ready to ready to go, but once I do these this activation. Um, things just feel feel better. And it's sort of hard to explain. And it's like, I don't think you're supposed to overanalyze it, but it's just things... <laughs> yeah, doing with that. <laughs> impo- impossible for me. <laughs> um, but, you know, I don't... Like one thing that Carol sort of said is when he goes... When I, he, I go see him and then I go for a run afterwards and he goes, don't think so much about like how things are moving. Just do you feel good running or do you not? Yeah. And after these, when you do it, you do. You just things that mm. things must be activating more correctly based on his his practice and what he does. Um, and he ties massive into like the physical body and uh, mental health in terms of like you know, not overthinking like, you know, men- mental health in a real deep sort of way. Just in terms of like you know, strip my. I sort of live in this higher um, stress sort of state because my cortisol levels are always sort of raised. It's just my personality, right? Compared mm. to you, you're the, the opposite. You're a bit more like very chill. Mm. Um, and so to doing all this sort of stuff helps me like reset and just be more relaxed. And I notice when I am then go do my run after doing these activations, my I'm more just like, like when you run, what are you thinking about? 
Does it change? Through the run? Yeah, or, or does it change based on like how – so say like, you know, in a stressed time – well, I know you before your marathon, you're thinking about your stitch, right? Yeah. Yeah. Do you, I did. Does your mind wander? Because my mind will like wander. I'll be thinking about all this grant and how stuff we've got to do. Oh, shit, I've got to reply to that person. I've got to do this. I've got to do that. And when I do these activations before my run, then it sort of just – lower and do the diaphragm breathing it lowers everything and then i just run and i just yeah. feel it's just like one step two step three step and it's just interesting yeah yeah i agree with that like i think i would list i would think about a lot of different things yeah. but like i'm not thinking like deep into things as well it's just kind of like sometimes just thinking about running or about yeah. races or something like that but yeah, you probably you don't have that. It's a it's a typical someone who suffers from anxiety has the um, the and like you know high stress people they have like the spiraling thoughts. So you yeah. have a thought and and then it will like spiral. You know, listening to Stephen Scullion, guarantee he has it. Yeah. You know? Um, and it's one thing listening to that interview. I you know could see similarities in that you know you'd be out running and you have like a thought and then it will spiral and then to another thought to another thought yeah, to another yeah. thought. And you almost have to just grab them. And as he said in the interview, don't I, you, um, you don't have to identify with your thoughts. Like just because you're thinking that way doesn't mean it's like, oh, shit, I'm that person. It's just bullshit. It's just a bullshit thought and you just have to fucking fuck it off yeah. and just go back to, you know, in the now. Yeah, running. exactly. Um, Dave's got a heap of good, Dave McNeil's got a heap of good stuff about that, which we'll hear from next week. Yeah, but good. Fuck, what was the question? <laughs> <laughs> don't have nine coffees before recording. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, you made me this coffee and it's 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 pretty strong, it's I think. It's good, but yeah. Um yeah, so is there yeah, that's pretty much it for the the um the activation. I'm thinking what else? We used to do this like the step up stuff with Yoshi. Yeah. That was a Yeah, that stuff's good as that's well. That's really good. Yeah. Just I think the more of... stuff like especially now where I'm late 20s, you're late 30s. Um <laughs> we you know gone are the days as you I remember you used, yeah. I don't know if you've said it on the podcast but you used to I'm sure you have early days of the podcast where you said you would wake up in Canberra and you had to sleep with a muesli bar yeah next was, to I was bed. in uh, no was I was in Font in, in, in uh, okay. yeah in France training with Collis yeah and, and you, how old were you 20 uh, it was 2013 yeah 22 and um yeah, I used to sleep with a muse bar under my pillow. Yeah. Wake up, eat it, go back to sleep, <laughs> and then get up just before the run and then go for a run. And I'd be feeling fine. Yeah. Like, and we would, me and Cosy fly on some runs. And, and it'd be doing done that no worries. Where now it's like, so if someone's like, oh, I do a run at eight o'clock, I'm like, oh, man, I'm going to have to get up at like six yeah. to get this run. But, um, yeah, it definitely has got harder. I think a good thing is I take Nelson for a little walk in the morning. Yeah. And that helps my body warm up, warm up and just kind of my feet. And calves loosen up a little bit. Another a good good follow up question I have for you there: When you do that walk with Nelson in the morning, I know we've talked about like mindfulness and all this stuff, and it's just on that topic of of the doing the stuff with this physio Carol. Um, are you on your phone? When uh, you take, usually I take do my be real. Okay. In the morning, but yeah. uh, so that's all part of that sort of thing. Like if you, take, yeah, I know. like. But for you, you don't really need it. Whereas for me... I spend too much time on my phone. But uh, yeah, yeah I, I'm not that much on my phone on that walk. Like, yeah, because it's a good way to start the day. Yeah. So yeah. it's like you get in the routine of every morning you walk and just like, I don't know, you just breathe it. You've got no phone there and you're just sort of doing yeah. a little walk. And it's That was of- the thing. Um, we did talk about this like one of the early episodes when uh, I listened to Dylan Buckley and he said that he 
would try to have his morning coffee yeah. and, and do all that and enjoy that before going on the phone. Exactly. And so I like started doing that and I'm sitting there going, fucking got to skull this fucking boiling hot coffee so I can get on my phone. Honestly, like, it's the exact same yeah. as me. I, and I, I did it um, I did it for like the mindfulness stuff for ages. And while I had these headphones yeah. and, I, and I left them on the plane and I remember I've still had this thought of like, okay, well, I'm going to, I'm going to like stop the mindfulness now until I get the new headphones arriving. Well, it was a Kickstarter campaign. It's been six months. <laughs> they still haven't arrived. So it's like, it's just silly. Um, but it's definitely something you, you feel better yeah. doing. Uh, deep question here from Dane Otteson. He said, we all can admit running's impact on us mentally is just as important as it is physically. But have either of you gone through something outside of running that has affected your mental health negatively and therefore impacted your motivation or drive to run? And if so, how did you get through it? Um, yeah, well, I guess like we talk about the difference in our personalities a little bit where I'm probably a bit more calm. I don't have those spiraling thoughts that kind of can, can send me down the rabbit hole a little bit. I, I've always been able to kind of separate whatever's going on and running. Like when Changing I go to time. running, I just go and do my running. Yeah. And then after that, then I can do go back to whatever I was doing. You are uh, definitely like that. Yeah. yeah. I've seen you because you obviously, you know, I've been mates with you for ages and shit has gone wrong in the same in, in my life. Like we don't necessarily go into exactly what bad things or what, you know, trouble troubling times have, have sort of happened. But I've noticed, yeah, you'll just be like, all right, let's just go. Let's we'll worry about this later. Let's go do the run. Or like we've got yeah. to record this podcast. You know? Yeah. And I'm I just like, try to flip the switch yeah. a little bit, do that, and then you go back to dealing with it. Um, I guess like for me, like I probably do see running a bit different to other people where it is my job a little bit as well. So yeah. I have to just go and do it. I've got no choice. So That's definitely one thing we get a lot of questions like that from, you know, predominantly our listener base is recreational runners. And yeah. it's like we, yeah, you, it's almost like how you, Dane, what happens when you go to the office? You know, I don't yeah, know what you do for work. Yeah. Maybe, you, you know, you, you work on site, who knows? But when you, um, it's like if, if, if shit is like going wrong for you at that sort of time, like how do you, yeah, go to go to yeah. work? Well, it's like, you I guess. You have to, right? Like we're, we're lucky as well. It's like we we have to do it, but I also love doing it as for well. For sure. So and hopefully is, Dane likes his job. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like I do, yeah, so, but I get that. I guess that release from going and doing it yeah. as well. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think I just always just try to step out the door and just do focus on what I'm doing at that time. Yeah. I think that's what I'm kind of maybe good at doing. Like whatever I'm doing, I just do that. Yeah. Don't you worry about really what else. And then I'll just really move on to the next thing a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas yeah. I'm definitely more, yeah, this is one thing I'm like trying to work on all the time, but, you know, I'll be, you know, doing some sort of say design thing for Grattan House, but then in my head being like, oh fuck, I've got to do the coaching there. And so having like a planner and a diary and stuff um, helps. Again, again, get Dave McNeil on to talk about that, yeah. with how mine's going. Um, yeah, I think, uh, look, for me, I've spoken about my like, you know, stress and being an anxious person heaps on this podcast, but it's definitely not, I've probably only talked about it in a running sense, um, but it's like something I've had to deal with my whole life. So, yeah, I would say even going back onto what, what we were talking about just before, um, I can have days where I'm feeling like more anxious, more stressed and it might not have anything to do with running. It might just be from external factors in life or things that are going things that are going on. And if I don't sort of control and contain that, then when I go to train, it's not as enjoyable. 
I'm more stressed or I just don't fit, you know, you feel, it's like, I feel like that fucking people that suffer anxiety know what it feels like. It's like that sort of burning thing in your, in your stomach, in your, in your, you know, lung sort of feeling. Um, and if, yeah, I haven't sort of dealt with the issue or whatever. And then I go to do my aerobic run. It's just not as enjoyable as opposed to if I, you know, was more relaxed yeah. like you, which yeah, like you are more relaxed, but you're also like way more boring as well. <laughs> <laughs> At least you know what you get with me. Well, like when you turn up, I don't know if it's going to be a bad day or a good day. <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, that's it. Favorite uh, brown cardigan. Mine, uh, we, we watched this one yesterday. It's the guy um, we'll with the to, frisbee. Yeah. And <laughs> it's he, so good. There's a guy and he's like, he walked down the beach like he's strutting down. It's just the way that it's uh, being edited as well. Yeah. But he's like doing these like extreme catches and like big throws. <laughs> and then uh, I don't even know who if the other guy was part of the game. But it, that's the thing that looks like that he was almost playing with it. And then another guy sort of yeah, come yeah, to came to challenge him and he's lost the challenge. And then he's like, oh, I, I have to. Put like fake an injury now, you know? <laughs> well, yeah, I don't know, but he's ended up doing his shoulder. Paramedics have had to calm and, and taking him away. And it's just the music with it. It's just so funny. It's so it? funny. I'm pretty sure it's my my sister will listen to this and I'm pretty sure it's her favorite yeah. brown cardigan ever. It's one of those, um, yeah, you got to go down the, the brown cardigan and look through like the top 100. Yeah, yeah. It is is honestly a good afternoon. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, yours. mine is, I've, look, I've got a few. Um Honorable mention is the guy selling the mark the fruit at the market, and he's screaming like, "Please, please!" It is so fucking funny. Like it's like his life depends on these mangoes being sold, and he's screaming seven dollars, please. It's so funny. Um, but my favorite of all time, I think it's the caption. I'd have to go find it. I think the caption is like a bit um a bit going on here, and it's just this cooked bloke at the beach. He's out of he's out of his mind and he's just doing all this cook stuff. Like it's too hard to explain in going through. He's like it. dancing on a pole. Da- he's and trying then- to fight the pole. And then he's dancing on the pole and then he does a bit of fake fake sort of skipping as if he's got a skipping rope. And then he goes to kick an imaginary footy. And then he goes does the binoculars looking up at the sky. It's just and it's all while the guys like playing busking, guitar. Playing yeah, guitar. Yeah, it's, it's like a Byron Bay. Yeah, Everyone's there watching him. It's just and cook. It's like a double act. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we'll post those on on the uh, on the story. We're going rogue at the moment. Yeah, we're going to post anything. <laughs> yeah. Um, Blue line arriving tomorrow. Well, yesterday, today. One people listen to it. Once people listen to it, I always forget that. So the yeah. blue. Yeah, sorry, the blue line has arrived today. What, yes. did, what did you guys think you guys of it? It. <laughs> <laughs> it was a very good read. Uh, yeah, second issue. So. We'll um, put in the show notes. If you haven't subscribed, I don't know where the fuck you guys have been. You should have already been subscribed by now. Get onto it. Get onto it. We will also have, uh, we've got some FTK t-shirts. They have arrived. Brett is wearing one right now. Yep. Looks Jeez, good. You look, Fits good. You look unreal in that, mate. Thank you. It's the first time I've seen you look cool. <laughs> um, so yeah, we'll be giving a few of those away to subscribers of the Blue Line. Um, there'll be a bit more information about that on the social media. Cool. Awesome. Thanks, guys. See ya.